Hello, beautiful people. I am Haley Helveston. Welcome back to your Guides to Love podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Amanda Castellone here, and she is a self-love coach. Welcome, girl. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Yes, you're welcome. Okay, so I'm, I'm on fire. I'm on another planet at the current moment because she just led me through a breathwork session. So tell everybody about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, yes. Um, Haley is on cloud nine. We were just joking that she's high on her own supply. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> we, just did a, we just did a private breathwork session over Zoom. And if you guys aren't familiar with breathwork, um, it's literally kind of just what it sounds like. We use our own breath to facilitate healing and transformation in the body. Um, and it's really got to do with kind of surrendering the thoughts that inevitably come up. It's, it's a breathing meditation, um, but it's a little bit more of an active meditation than what we're pretty much all used to hearing about. Um, but it does wonderful things for the body and the mind, um, brings fresh, fresh oxygen into the blood and um, allows us to drop out of the head and into the body, which during this time right now, a lot of us are really living up here in the headspace. And so it's a beautiful opportunity to drop down into the heart center and make some change, shift some emotions around. Mm. Yeah, because I have a calm sense at the moment. Like I feel really calm. Um, and I think that, how long are we doing that for? You breathe for 22 minutes, 25 minutes. Uh, okay, well, it flew by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's such a common thing. I'll, uh, in the beginning, the first five or so minutes feel like an eternity <laughs> because the ego is really at play there of saying, you're thirsty you need water, you have to swallow, you can't do this, this is not safe. And it's just trying to keep you safe, but it's really ends up in our lives keeping us stuck. But after those five minutes when we drop in, and it goes by like that. And people are so mm. surprised when I tell them that it's over. They're like, well, we just started. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that, you know, we get, this is what you're doing goes directly with what I'm doing. Because think about those women that hate sex or maybe they're not having orgasms or they can only have an orgasm with themselves, but it's a battle. You're here, not here. Totally. Totally. And, and imagine combining that the next time is, and it may not be the same breath that, but even just like slow, deep inhales and complete exhales as you're connecting to yourself or your partner, um, the breath can take things to the next level for sure. Mm, yes. Okay. So go into, how did you even get into this? <laughs> Good question. So I, um, I started my journey as a health coach and, you know, I got into that. I think a, the way a lot of people who start in the health and wellness space do is because I was having my own health issues and thankfully nothing too serious, but it was always like a struggle with weight. And now, I mean, like, obviously in my eyes, it was a struggle with weight. Mm -hmm. People see me would have always been like, what are you talking about? But I had this really like body image issue and like a battle with myself. And so I just realized now looking back that I was at war with myself, mm. and my body for a really long time. And so I was seeking my own answers. And so I became like the healthy one that all my friends and family would come to for, um, any type of question or problem they were having and he like their their health coach with without being a health coach having the training and without getting paid for it so i knew that there was something there because i was always you know i was really good at teaching and helping so i started out that way got certified through the institute for integrative nutrition and then um 
did that for a couple of years. But then as I was coaching mostly women through health struggles, um, I realized like most of our sessions, we'd be talking about pretty much anything but food. And, um, you know, that's something that we learned in our training too, is that health is, is just like, there's so many different, um, aspects to it. But what I really started to hone in on was that it was a lot of emotional, um, I'd say like there, we needed to tend to the emotional being. And a lot of these people were turning to food instead of, um, feeling their emotions. And, and I think that that's how we were kind of taught, frankly, we're not really, we, nobody knows how to actually, actually feel an emotion. It's like, okay, I cried. Does that count? <laughs> and so the more I talked to women and, and this is a kind of parallel to my own journey with food in my body, I started realizing, okay, this really has nothing to do with food because people were eating really well, but then finding themselves binging even on like, um, and I don't really love that word either. Um, I like like overindulging or kind of going a little overboard, I guess, with, mm. um, you know, even the healthy things like dark chocolate or even almonds or something. So it was, it's not about the food. And what I mean by that, it's the behavior behind that. Um, it's the, it's the reason why they're searching for the food. So I got really, uh, interested in that. And then it was just like all these people who were struggling with that just started finding me. Um, and so it was clear that I was on the right path. The universe was like, okay, yes, here you go. Um, and then as I, again, kept diving deeper through my own journey and, you know, mm -hmm. through using plant, plants as medicine, um, mm -hmm. I realized that the root of the emotions and the root of all this was a lack of, or a forgetting of self-love. So I decided that that's what I really wanted to work on with people. And, you know, and I believe you teach what you need and that there was a time mm -hmm. when I really, really, really was lacking self-love. And I know what I felt like during that time and how just kind of sad and scary and lost I felt. And so I decided that that's, that's what I wanted to do. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Cause I think that I was just thinking about this because of our society's relationship to sexuality and that's so repressed. We're pleasure-seeking beings, so we have to find pleasure somehow. People find it through food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many do, or or social media, or alcohol, or or weed, or like there's so many ways that we numb out and seek pleasure. That we were just talking about this, but we have everything we need inside of us that we can we can activate a lot of the thing, a lot of the tools that we're born with, like the breath like our own, our own bodies and our own, um, our own sexuality with ourselves or with a partner to find that pleasure and without feeling the shame, because like you just said, that's literally one of the, the joys of being a human. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And don't you think, cause now, especially everything going on, I feel like people are stuck in the root chakra. Mm. And so they can't get to that calm feeling. Of, yeah. 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 It's, I started, I've been doing a lot of breath work lately. <laughs> yeah. I was about to be like, are you packed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been holding a lot of breath work sessions lately. I do groups each week and then I'm doing privates too. And people are just really needing it because we don't feel that sense of safety down in our root because well, everything that we thought was real <laughs> and our Ooh. society, our tiny little box container kind of, kind of fell apart. And so 
a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people are lost their, their way of making money, which is what we tie to security and safety. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously that's not real. If we're still here and the money went away, like it's, it's okay. We're, we're going to be okay no matter what happens. And I think it's a, like I, I keep saying, like a remembering of that. And then knowing that we have what we need inside of us. And I love to just like literally touch my body and be like, okay, yeah, right now in this moment, sitting here right now, I'm safe. Like right here, I'm safe. And that's the safety that we really want. Um, it's always about the feeling, not, the, not what the mind thinks that we want, because the mind is going to associate safety with money, security, a house, and all the things. And of course, as humans, we need those things, but we can also cultivate that feeling of safety inside of ourselves. Yeah, and I love you say that, though, because... I always say, yeah, control and security are an illusion. Mm -hmm. And so think about all those people that are married and then they get divorced and they're like, whoa, I thought my security was with that person. Right. Yeah. And it never was. You can't, put, you can't place that outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, this year has gone totally opposite what most people thought. So it's like, okay, you can't place it. Yeah. The universe is constantly teaching us the same lesson until we get it. Oh yeah. Over and over and over again in many different ways. Um, and it's actually when you start to attune to that, I, I laugh. I laugh during our breathwork session, actually. Like, I don't actually know what the lesson was, but the music kept, it kept like, um, on my end anyway, it was like sputtery. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, I just had to surrender to it and be like, there is a lesson here and I'm not going, she's, you're still breathing. We're safe. It's all okay. But it's mm -hmm. that control piece of like, no, everything needs to be perfect for it to matter. And it's just, I have that perfect, I used to have that perfectionistic tendency and I'm just kind of laughing now when it shows up, which is such a beautiful shift for me because I was never able to laugh at myself or anything about what was happening to me. I was such like a victim in my own life mm. and really, really, really hard on myself. Like such a super judgmental. Um, that was my first instinct always was that I did something wrong or for something to be happening. And it was, so it's, it's really awesome to be able to look back and see the change in myself. Yes. I feel you on that too, because I think that, you know, it all goes back to we're both in the personal development industry and I think there's a lot of good things about it, but I also think that some of those people look at it as a, um, I need to fix myself, kind of what you were saying earlier. And that I used to be that way too. And that's such a not a good way of looking at it, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, totally. That's like my biggest, it's like big letters on my website. Like my, I feel that in my core. Like I had an epiphany <laughs> a couple of months or a year ago. And I, it was just like, there is nothing to fix. And mm. so much so that everything that I had been trying to do to do to fix myself wasn't working. And the reason was you can't fix something that's not broken. Mm. Yes. I was doing was not working to fix me because I'm not, there's no hole inside of me that needs to be filled. There's no cracks that need to be mended. There's, I'm not broken. You're not broken. Everyone listening to this is not broken. Um, I, I look at it as like a, peeling back layers to bring out your most authentic self because we've had all these situations and things happen that come and block our heart. We had, we had situations when we were kids that we felt we had to hide and, and really like, you know, put our guard up. And so those we've carried throughout our lives. And then we have things happen that 
reinforced that. And so then we put another layer of the guard up. And so I always say that, that my work is about peeling back layer after layer until it's just our true authentic selves. And we like, that's really what we want to share. That's why we're here. We want to be us and be loved for that. Give love, receive love, and just feel the love. <laughs> mm, I love that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that is so true because that's what we're all seeking. It doesn't matter how much money you have or uh, material things or job titles or whatever. At the end of the day, you're seeking love. Yeah, yeah. And I think love can be, it's, the, it's that internal feeling of love, right? It's like not, it's, it's not romantic love. Like, yes, it's so beautiful to share love with a partner and, and family and friends. But if, if you don't have the love for yourself inside of yourself first, those relationships are never going to be what, what we want them to be. Because we, it, it has to start with us. Everything starts with us. Mm -hmm. You can only love someone to the extent that you love yourself. That is beyond true. Mm -hmm. And I also think that, okay, so what about in terms of relationships? Mm -hmm. How can people incorporate maybe breath work or maybe one of your tools to have a healthier sex life or a healthier relationship? Yeah, I mean, again, I'm always going to say, I have a lot I can say on this topic, but <laughs> You, you, uh, I should just give all the examples of my own relationship, but it, again, it's got to start with you. And even if there's something that you can see in your partner that you want to change, or you can like see their potential. Um, again, it's, we are all on our own journeys and the more we can respect that for ourselves and our partners, the better off our relationship is going to be. And so an example, Example of that is that I like really wanted my fiance. We've been together for seven years, seven years in May. I think I always forget <laughs> seven years. And, um, you know, I, I've started on my own personal development, like journey a little bit sooner than he did. And I had always wanted him to, to catch up with me and like, you know, do plant medicine journeys with me, journal, like meditate every day, do all the things. And he was just like super resistant. He thought I was trying to change him, but I really just wanted him to know himself better because I was on that journey of knowing myself. But the more, I guess, um, the more I dove into it for just me, I put him aside because it wasn't working and I really just wanted to focus on myself. I realized that for me, focusing on him was a distraction for myself. Mm. I actually wanted him to, I wanted him to, you know, it was just like, let me focus on him so I don't have to know what's going on in here. Mm. But I don't really have to go there. And I think so many of us are guilty of this. Um, and so as soon as I really turned that light spotlight right back on myself, and I did it just for the sake of doing it because I really wanted to grow and expand and know myself. I wanted to meet my shadow. I wanted to bring the light into that part of me um, or really let it out, I guess, is more accurate. Mm -hmm. And um, as soon as I started, like, really, he could feel the difference. And he's like, hey, what's that book you're reading? Can I read it when you're done? Hey, can I go to that workshop with you? Can I come to the next journey? Like he was, mm. he was seeing it in me. And so I guess the message there is that number one, I wasn't doing, I didn't know that was going to happen. I just chose myself. I chose myself because I knew that I was going to be a better person, a better partner through my own, my own inner work. 
and he caught on to that and really could feel the difference in me. It's, it's one thing if to tell someone like how different you are, but when someone feels it without you having to say anything, it's, there's no, I think it's just so much more powerful. And so he really felt that and wanted that for himself. And so now we're like on this path together of, of healing. Mm. It's pretty awesome. I love that though, because I think that that's, you know, that is the essential work though, because no one wants to be fixed. Mm -hmm. or have someone that's like nitpicking them yeah 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 and it it didn't feel good for me to do that like I didn't want to basically mother him along on his journey I I wanted someone who was going to show up for themselves and as soon as I gave him the space to do that he did it you know and so that that's the control piece inside of us that feels like in order to have what we want we need to control it Mm -hmm. and if we just give it space it's going to it's, we can't plan things out better than the universe can. So we just focus all of our attention and energy on ourselves and just lead with love. You're going to be amazed. You are amazed at what happens. Mm, Yes. Well, like how we met. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We just started with a simple conversation because we have a mutual, um, a mutual connection. And here we are doing breath work and chatting on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Okay. So what would you want to leave with everybody in terms of just our conversation? What would be a final takeaway? Actually, I have one more thing to say about the relationship piece that I think is, okay. helpful. um, cause this has helped me and a lot of people that I coach so much. And my therapist actually helped me with this, but, um, the, the best piece of advice for relationships is if you, um, to think about the relationship as a house. So it's the roof over you and your partner. And instead of making decisions and I'm talking big decisions, like, you know, should we go here by this, do this, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I make this snarky comment to him, right. Make every decision with how is this going to affect the house? How is this going to affect the relationship? Instead of, okay, well, this thing was going to make me feel good or make him feel bad or whatever. And so there's sacrifice on both ends, but knowing that even if you have to like put yourself aside to make a good decision, that's going to like keep the foundation strong rather than like pull a brick out of the wall. Right. So every time, even though he might get over it, if you say, um, like, I don't know, you're so stupid. I can't believe you did that or like whatever would come up even though it's not that big of a deal, like how is that affecting the relationship, the credibility, the trust, the intimacy, all of that. And so really thinking about it instead of like, well, I don't want to hurt his feelings or I don't want to do this because I don't, because, you know, I really, I don't think it's right. Or it's always about putting the relationship first. And if both people are doing that and they're on the same page with that, you're always going to win because there's no way that you couldn't because you're both part of that relationship, but it's housing you. And in, in those moments of like, you're fighting or whatever it is, or even if you're just not f- maybe feeling the sexual intimacy, it's like, okay, if I just remember that I want this relationship to succeed, I want this house to stay, you know, up. These are the things that I can, that I should do. And I really, if you think about it and go there, you really want to do. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so then what final takeaway would you want? <laughs> um, I'd say find a way to breathe every day. Um, and it's, you know, there's a lot of different modalities of and types and patterns of breath, but that is 
the breath is our connection to ourselves and to spirit and um, to our own energy. And, you know, I'm still just exploring this a lot myself, but the more we can connect into ourselves, the more we can connect outwards as well. And so it can even be just a short practice of three to five minutes, but start to look up some different um, breath patterns or reach out to me. I'm happy to, I obviously love talking about this and say just connect to the breath daily to connect to yourself. Um, and then when those shadowy parts come up and, and you notice something that you want to judge about yourself, you know, maybe it was a reaction or even a thought that you had, take a step back, know that you are not your thoughts. They're literally just separate entities that are there that you can take a look at and observe and come back to compassion for yourself and love. Always, always leading with compassion and kindness for yourself first. Um, and know that the judgment is just kind of the ego and fear trying to take over. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Wow, I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Um, I'm on Instagram at my first and last name, Amanda Castellone. And my website is the same. And those are my two most active, I'd say, channels right now. And you can always email me. My contact info is on both of those. But I'm, I love DMs. So that'd be great. Okay. Sounds great. I will put your information below. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs>